At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Welcome into the nuts. I'm Mike Palm. He's Amal Shah. Amal, when we left on Friday, we knew only one of the final four in the NBA. Now we know all four, and I want to get your reactions to what's happened so far. Let's start in the West. Let's start in the West, where we had a game six coming up over the weekend between the Clippers and the, J- and the Jazz. Clippers win. Not much time for a turnaround. Head straight to Phoenix for game one of the Western Conference Finals. No Chris Paul. Phoenix still gets the job done. Your reaction to the Jazz collapse of a 22-point halftime lead in game number six at Staples, and then the Clippers not being able to take advantage of Chris Paul being out in game one. Yeah, Quinn Snyder officially becoming the Doc Rivers of the Western Conference now that he's in the Eastern Conference. Pathetic. You've got a huge lead. We see Terrence Mann go off. This is not Florida State playing someone in the ACC. Come on. You've got to be able to stop him. You've got Kawhi Leonard out. This is the perfect storm. You would have had Chris Paul out in game number one. You would have been hosting that series. If you're Donovan Mitchell, and everybody tells me he's a superstar, and the reason I say that is I'm not a believer in Donovan Mitchell as much as everyone else is. I think he's an elite-level player, but he's not a superstar, what they classify in this league. Um, Disappointing if you're looking at it from a Jazz perspective. They had to finish this out, get back to Salt Lake City, figure out a way to win Game 7, and then move on against the Suns. But like the rest of us, they'll be watching from home. Speaking of watching from home... The pre- pre- present the favorite in the NBA for the last three months, the New Jersey Nets, with injuries obviously taking uh, the flat earther out and, and leaving Harden uh, uh, a shadow of himself. 
They fall in Game 7 at home to the Milwaukee Bucks in overtime. Yeah, but how can you score only two points in overtime? You've got to be able to figure out a way to get more points. You've got Kevin Durant, one of the greatest scorers in the history of the game. He's got to either attack the basket, they've got to do something. Tremendous job by Milwaukee going on the road. Remember, this was the only game won by a road team in this series. Give the Bucks all the credit in the world. And Chris Middleton really able to answer the bell when the pressure is needed. But Drew Holiday also down the stretch clutch for this team. I like the disposition of Middleton and Holiday. And I'll tell you right now, I, can, I, I don't care what Phoenix and whatever else happens out west. The Milwaukee Bucks are primed to win the title. This Everything is shaping up perfectly well for them. Who's going to stop Giannis? Well, if we take a look at the current odds to win the NBA title, you'll see that your Bucks are now the favorite. What was this team when they dropped the first two games to the Nets? They were like plus $6 in that series. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now they're even money to win the title. Yeah, but, you know, so many times, and, you know, I'm guilty of this, and many other people are as well, you overreact to what you see in the first two games, and uh, next thing you know, it gets turned around. We saw it with VGK in Colorado, and right now the Bucks are even money to win the title. And who's there? Is that the Suns Phoenix at plus Phoenix are 7-5. to five. Mm-hmm. I, Look, I think this is your finals matchup. I think you, right now, you bet the Bucks and um, see where it goes. They're going to be a pretty prohibitive favorite. Remember, they're going to have home court advantage. I believe, are, no, I'm sorry. Are they going to be the home court against? Yes, yes. Uh, three versus five. Okay. Hawks are the five. No, no, no. Oh, I you mean, mean in the final? Phoenix, yeah. Oh, I think the Phoenix will have it. Phoenix will, okay, yeah. Uh, but still, I, I like Milwaukee's chances. I don't think they're going to be able to stop on, uh, on Giannis. And you know, the other thing for Giannis is, this is a great opportunity for him to cement those two MVPs. I know there's a lot of question marks about him, but this guy can make some plays, did a tremendous job for this team in this series. Give them all the credit in the world. They were left for dead down 2-0, had to win four out of five including a crucial Game 7 on the road in overtime. Phoenix had 51 regular season wins, Milwaukee 46. So, so they would have home court in the NBA Finals. All right, let's get to it. Game 7, Philadelphia wins in Atlanta in Game 6 Friday night. They come home to host a Game number 7 and cannot get the job done. Let me give you a few, a few statistics here. Doc Rivers has five Game 7 losses at home. Nine total losses, the most in NBA history. That's more than double the next closest coach, Pat Riley, who had two Game 7 losses at home. He also has 29 losses with a chance to clinch a playoff series, the most in NBA history. And let's just take a look at the last two years. In the bubble with the Clippers against the Nuggets, Game 5, they blow a 16-point lead, Game 6, a 19-point lead, Game 7, a 12-point lead, and then in this series against Atlanta, in Game 4 in Atlanta, an 18-point lead. In Game 5 at home, a 26-point lead, and then lose at home in Game 7. By the way, the Pat Riley losses, I'm, I'm going off the top of my head here, 84 to the Celtics with the Lakers, and then the Knicks Game 7 against the Rockets. Very good. Very good, Amal. The, uh, by the way, you know the problem in this game? i got to call out my guy. One of my favorite players when he came out of college, I thought he was tremendous, and I know a lot of people don't like defense, but Matisse Thibel. Defensive stopper out of Washington, who was two-time Pac-12 Defensive Player of the Year. The critical foul on Kevin Herter on the three-point shot, down one, is what cost Philadelphia a chance. They, it was a tough shot. He's got to let it go. They get that rebound. They've got an opportunity to come back the other way, play through Joel Embiid, and got a chance. Uh, I love Doc Rivers in terms of what he had to say about Ben Simmons. We'll get into that. This is the Nuts. I'm Mike Palm. He's a Mall Shaw. In 40 minutes, we're going to have Gord Stellick former Toronto Maple Leafs GM, as well as with the New York Rangers. We talked to Gord uh, Amal on the, the morning of Game 7 between the Canadians uh, and the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, and now we're going to talk to him again as we sit with both NHL Stanley Cup semifinals sitting at 2-2 and see who like, he likes to advance to the finals. These series much closer than the odds makers thought they were going to be.
Yeah, absolutely right. And uh, we've seen this VGK Montreal one. Mike, you and I said it's too high of a price. I, I don't think they're giving it enough credit for what the NHL is. Any team that gets into the tournament, you know, we've seen it with the LA Kings winning it as an eight seed in 2013. You've got a great chance to be able to win it. Carey Price has been sensational. The one-week goal he gives up in game number four could be the turning point in this series. I, I'll tell you what, I thought that was one he should have stopped. And the Canadians, to me, I didn't think they were going to lose that game. Somehow got under his left arm. Uh, it, it was a weak goal. Scoring chances, grade-A scoring chances, 18-1 to 1 in favor of the Canadians in that game. You know, I still like Montreal's chances to win this series. I did think, though, they needed to win both games at home, get up 3-1 and figure out a way to steal one more game. If you are Vegas, who do you come back with a goal, in goal uh, for game number who five? Who do you come back with Marc-Andre Fleury? This, was, uh, this game was to give him a breather. Yeah, but I thought Robin Leonard played well. I thought he played well. He did play well. Um, but Fleury's your number one guy. He's earned it all year. He, he's a possible uh, Vezina Trophy winner, right? He's a finalist for the Vezina Trophy. I, yeah, I, Martin Brodeur's won some Vezinas. You want him in net right now? He's probably like 50 years old. Well, uh, Fleury has more recency than Martin <laughs> Brodeur. We're talking about the Atlanta Hawks and the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, all, a lot of the blame for the Sixers' failure in this series is going to rest on the doorstep of Ben Simmons. Number one for the fact that he basically basically was nowhere to be found in the fourth quarters of these games. I mean, combined uh, shooting in the fourth quarter, free throw shooting here, 2 of 4 in game 1, 0 of 2 in game 2, 1 of 2, 1 of 2, 2 of 4, 2 of 4, 1 of 2 to close the series. He didn't want the ball. He didn't want to go to the line. He didn't look at the basket one. And then, of course, obviously his inability to convert at the free throw line. Uh, 38% for the series, 34.2% for the series the worst in any postseason series in NBA history. He should have been a baseball player. He'd be the greatest of all time. Yeah, 342 <laughs> yeah, exactly. at 342. I mean, he just he absolutely let this team down. It was, it was really pathetic. You have a number one overall pick. You're shooting 34.2% from the free throw line. I and mean, we can go to the sports book behind us. We can find a couple of guys that have had a few cocktails that would do a better job at the free throw line than Ben Simmons. Doc Rivers was asked about Ben Simmons in the, in the Game 7 postgame presser. Doc, do you think Ben Simmons can, can still be a point guard for, for a championship team like the one you guys want to become? Yeah, David, I don't know that question or the answer to that right now. Um, you know, so I don't know the answer to that. I wonder if that reporter asked Ben Simmons if Doc Rivers could be the coach on an NBA championship <laughs> winning team. Yeah, that's, well, technically, yes. Yeah, he won in Boston, won. right? So, yeah. um, you know, to me, when you look back in this series, if you're Philadelphia, and I'm looking at this uh, stats we have here on Ben Simmons, fourth quarter scoring versus the Hawks, pathetic. I mean, look at this last four games, Mike, zero field goal attempts. I mean, how, how does a guy of this caliber in five of the seven games have zero field goal attempts and a total of three? Now, he did shoot 100%. He was three for three in the fourth quarter. This guy is clutch. Well, you basically you're playing four on five on the offensive end in fourth quarters of games. With him in there. And then also remember, you can't keep him in between two to six minutes because of free throw shooting situations. You lose one of the elite defenders in the league. A great tweet from Josh uh, Eberle. It said, Doc Rivers left Boston to avoid the rebuild. He's coached eight years since then. In that time, his former teams, Boston and now L.A. Clippers, have made the conference finals in four of the eight years without him. And he has not made a conference finals over that same time period. Wow. What a stat. Absolutely. I want to talk a little bit about Michael Lombardi as we preview the next series between the Hawks and the Bucks, Michael Lombardi was very outspoken about the 76ers teams, not just in this playoff run, but throughout the year and how he disagreed with the process because it did not instill a sense of mental toughness or physical toughness within is, these is players. Is Michael not aware that the NBA is comprised of the softest athletes in the world? 
you you think LeBron is not crying over everything? The flopper himself? I mean, everybody in that league. It's listen. You can't single anybody out except Damian Lillard's the only guy that stands alone because he doesn't have another All Star to play with. He doesn't sit there and complain that he's in a smaller market. Look, and Matisse Thybulle doesn't make the make the foul. Are we even having this conversation? Uh, JVT had a good tweet about. I can't believe Ben Simmons forced Matisse Thybulle to commit that foul on the three pointer, and then Joel Embiid to miss the shot right, because of all the criticism yeah. that was coming in. Michael also said in Friday on the program, and of course you came on because you guys were debating whether it was the process itself or the execution of the process. It is the execution of the process. The Atlanta Hawks are not a very good team. They will beat the 76ers and will get swept in the next round, whether it's the Nets or the Bucks. Do you agree with that? No, I don't believe they'll get swept. This team has to be given a lot more credit. And remember, I was poking fun of the better who came in and bet the Hawks uh, at big numbers to win the NBA title. I don't remember what the odds were. It was like around to town. He bet him from any anywhere from twenty six to one to I think twenty nine to one. He laid okay. bets down. And uh, look, you're a great position to hedge right now. Great profitability mm-hmm. there. Um, but I, I tell you what, I, I'm not taking anything away from Atlanta. But this was a pure collapse by the Philadelphia seventy sixers. This was not, in my opinion, necessarily a win by the Atlanta Hawks overall in this seven game series. Give them credit for doing what they did. But I thought Philadelphia, with the talent that they have, they should have won this series. I mean, look, they've got all airport team guys in Embiid and Simmons. The first two guys you want walking off the plane, intimidating the other side. You've got elite defenders. I mean, what is going on here? You're, you're allowing a guy who's not, you're not picking. If you've never seen Trey Young before, you're not picking him in your intramural squad at Oklahoma. You probably have two of the top five defenders in the NBA on your team, and you could argue three of the top. 15 with Thibault yeah. on that team. And you're not, you're not able to close out a series against the Atlanta Hawks. And I take I look at it from the perspective of when they had the double-digit leads, how good you are on the defensive end. Look, I get it. Everybody squanders big leads in the mm-hmm. NBA. But at some point in time, somebody's got to figure something out and say, hey, listen, we got to change something up. Take some hard fouls. I mean, you know, you got to put somebody on the deck if you have to. Terrence Mann went off the other night 7 for 10, I think, from the three-point line. If you're Utah, you've got to figure out a way to stop the bleeding. These things, superstars have to answer the bell, and that's what the great ones have been able to always do in this league is to step up. You know, Kevin Durant, to me, in this loss against Milwaukee in this series was more impressive than probably anything he's ever done. I mean, he carried this team. He willed this team to within five minutes of winning this series. I thought if they had won this series, it would have been his signature moment. I, I, that's what I'm saying. I, I, it was unbelievable the performance he's had. And I'll tell you what, he was very classy in his postgame presser. I was really impressed with his comments. You know, usually he's a guy that kind of uh, not really a big fan of how he handles the media and other things like that. But I was really impressed with the fact. And by the way, some of these media guys, I've been in these postgame press conferences. These media people shouldn't have their credentials stripped. They should be shot. Okay. Kevin, are you happy with the way you play despite the fact you, you know you care? Well, what are you kidding me? This guy's been working since August to get ready for this year. And you think he's happy with losing? I mean, I don't understand the mentality of some of these guys. Whoever that reporter should be called out and their credentials should be absolutely re- just stripped from NBA uh, championship opportunities to cover anything. Amal, we had the pleasure of having Ian Eagle on on Friday. Yeah. And he talked about the pressure organizationally was on the Bucks in this game. Because mm-hmm. if they had lost there might have been massive changes from the front office to the coaching to the makeup of the team. But that the Nets had the excuse, obviously, of the major injuries. Up to that point before the injuries, they were on a path that looked like they were the favorites to win the title. 
Do the Nets get a pass, or do they need to make changes here moving forward? No, I think they get a pass. To have Harden out, and, you know, I almost thought it was detrimental with Harden playing with the injury situation. And then, of course, you have uh, Kyrie Irving being out as well. I was thinking about that this morning, because and, and, I'm really a Giannis fan. Drew Holiday, great guy. I, you know, his wife had battled some uh, health issues. He had taken time off. Chris Middleton, really a guy who developed himself, came out of Texas a and not an NBA prospect when he got to College Station. I like the team, the makeup of the players on this team, just hardworking, hardworking guys. But let's be real here for a second. If Brooklyn is fully healthy with the flat earther and Harden, this thing is a five, six game series, and it's Brooklyn winning probably three of those games in blowout fashion. Regardless of how the rest of this NBA playoffs plays out, and whoever wins, whether it's Milwaukee or Phoenix or the Clippers or even Atlanta, is New Jersey your preseason favorite to win the title next year? No, I think Brooklyn is. New Jersey, New Jersey can't <laughs> yeah. be. Okay. Are the uh, Nets? Yeah, yes, I think so. Yeah. Because when you look at the continuity, you know, Durant showed me, unlike Dominique Wilkins, who came off the Achilles injury and wasn't the same, and maybe because he was more of an aerial player than uh, Kevin Durant, Durant didn't seem to have any ill effects from the, uh, from the Achilles issue. And I think if you get Harden and uh, Kyrie healthy, this team is going to be extremely dangerous, particularly when you look at the Eastern Conference. I mean, who do you sit there and say, I think Philadelphia's going to make some drastic changes. And I, I still thought Philly, when you look at Harris, um, you look at Embiid, of course, and Simmons, this team should have been better than they were. Ben Simmons in, in a 76er uniform next year. Great question, and I think so. And the reason is, I don't think somebody's going to want to take him. I am afraid about his psyche right now. Where is he at mentally? Is he a guy who's going to be able to deliver for you in a situation where you feel comfortable and confident with him being on the floor with three minutes to go? Where do the Lakers rank? We say the Nets are going to be the preseason favorite. Are the Lakers the second choice? Well, you know, I would answer that question, but i got to check with Rich Paul and see how uh, Rob Palenka acquiesces for some dumb signings. Uh, we'll see what they do from there. They're going to be in salary cap hell. They're going to have to figure something out. I'm not sure if they're going to be able to get around that. Uh, LeBron James is another year older. Anthony Davis is injury prone. Um, you know, the other thing is these guys get a lot of money. And so sometimes the sense of urgency of coming back and playing, like you saw Anthony Davis's comments after getting bounced from the postseason. Well, yeah, it didn't matter to me. Really? That's the type of guy you want on your franchise? I don't think so. Uh, so, you know, AD's a top five talent. There's no denying that. But I'm not sure if this team over an 82-game season is necessarily going to be ready. But when you look at the Western Conference, I, I still don't think there are great teams out there. That's why Milwaukee is in the position, you're playing Atlanta, a five seed to go to the NBA Finals. You're playing a Phoenix team that I think they should be able to beat because I don't think they have anybody. Aiton is not going to be able to stop uh, Antetokounmpo. And then, of course, you have an opportunity to be able to win it all. You're never going to get a better shot. Let's preview game number one uh, on Wednesday in Milwaukee. First of all, what's the line? I haven't seen it yet. Okay, let's talk about the series price. Have you seen the series I price not. yet? Uh, this was interesting to me because it surprised me a little bit. I, I think I glimpsed. What do you think the bucks are for the series? Well, I, I just saw it. I would have never guessed this one. It, it's 480, right? Yeah, yeah. It's I, 480, I, get back 350. I, I would have said probably 350 in yeah. favor of Milwaukee. I thought 325. I, I thought this is heavy. The, I did too. The sweep is plus 330 here for Milwaukee to sweep. For them to win in five is plus 230. Win in six is $4. You know, I tell you, I think this is going to be a much more challenging series for Atlanta. The one thing that you have to give Budenholzer and his team credit, Mike, I was so impressed with how they defended against Kevin Durant. Look, Trey Young's a terrific player. Trey Young is not Kevin Durant. I mean, it took the Durantula everything he had to be able to perform at the level he did, Mike. 
I just don't know if Trey Young's going to be able to do that in this series against the Milwaukee Bucks. I think Milwaukee's defense is going to present some real problems. Drew Holiday's going to be on him like glue. They'll be able to switch off because Young's size, it's not a problem. When we saw Tucker, can you imagine if you got P.J. Tucker on this guy? Forget about it. I mean, he's going to send Trey Young, he's going to send him, he's going to drive him crazy. I think it's going to be a real challenge when you look at this one. I like this pick of Milwaukee in five. I don't know if it goes in four, but I don't think we go to six or seven. Would you bet it in four and five? 3.30 and 2.30. Yeah, I, and I, more I, on five? Yeah, I, I don't like it, uh, but it's the only one you can bet, right? Because yeah. the series price is minus $5 virtually. Just, uh, I have to bet it in four because I have to go with my man, Michael Lombardi, who says they'll get swept no matter who they were playing. Yeah, but he also said that Atlanta wasn't going to lose game six. He, he liked Atlanta in game six, and he loved them. They lost. Well, okay, but I'm he, just asking. He loved them in Game Seven, getting seven. Well, that's getting different. Seven. The number was ridiculous. That number well, was absolutely it's, absurd. It's the same number in Milwaukee. You're going to be in Game Number One here. Seven, seven and a half. If if we take blowout, a look at the blowout city, I yeah. can tell you right now when I, when You're we have our place, I'm laying the points. Lay seven. No problem. All right, and a total uh, around two twenty six, two twenty six and a half. Your money line on the. On the Bucks in game number one, two eighty-five. That's not a bad price yeah. because we saw Philly yesterday at the similar price here, and I, I thought Atlanta had a much better chance against Philadelphia than I do think at uh, what is that Fiserv Arena in Milwaukee. I mm-hmm. think the Bucks have a great opportunity. I, I think if you're Milwaukee and you're Giannis, you've got a chance to really put yourself in a tremendous legacy position, win a title. And I get people who say, "Well, you beat Atlanta and you beat Phoenix or the Clippers." It doesn't make a difference. At the end of the day, a ring's a ring. All right, now I want to switch out to the West and take a look at game number two Tuesday night. Is CP3 back? Back in the Valley of the Sun. I don't know yet. I haven't seen anything on that. We've only heard that he was ruled out for game number one. Um, Take a look at the adjusted series price right now. The Suns are minus 455. You can get back 340 with the Clippers and a six-point favorite uh, for Phoenix in game number two with a total of 224. Yeah, you know, to me, I look at this game, the number seems a little bit high, but based on the number we're seeing, I think uh, Paul is going to play. Uh-huh. It, that's the one thing it indicates to me. I was really impressed with the balance. And then, of course, Booker, tremendous. Three for seven from downtown, 15 for 29 for 40 points. Very good efficiency. And they get that double-digit scoring from six different guys, and Craig was just uh, two points short of also getting into uh, double digits. So I think this team's going to be tough. And I-, I thought that they would be able to take, meaning Utah would be able to take advantage of no Kawhi. I think this Phoenix Suns team will do that, and they get back to the finals for the first time since 1993. Game one was a good game yesterday. I mean, it stayed close, uh, but Phoenix was able to maintain the lead. Do you give the Clippers the excuse of the short turnaround off that series with Utah? Phoenix, of course, off the sweep, had all that time to rest. Wait, I'm sorry. I missed the beginning part of your question. Do you excuse the Clippers' loss in game one due to the short turnaround from Friday, yeah. from a Friday night game to a Sunday morning game? Yeah, I didn't like that scheduling <laughs> no. that the NBA gave them after an emotional game. And then game no games to, today. Yeah, exactly. And then the other thing was I thought the Phoenix game at least should have been the late game on yeah. Sunday night. Um, yeah, I, I, you do, but the problem is that was one you had to get. Without Chris Paul in the lineup, for them to lose that game, Mike, I think it's going to be a real challenge for this team moving forward. This is a series that I think is a five-game series. So you can go um, under five and a half here at minus oh, 110. That's a great bet. Yeah. That's better than the plus 230, even though the plus 230 gives you better value. Right. Um, I, th- I don't think the series goes um, uh, five, excuse me, six games. Yeah, minus 110 at plus 230 because it could go either way, right? I mean, the Clippers could win four straight or... Wait, I got a question. Why not just bet the under 110 if you want and just give yourself a hedge on the plus 450 at six games because I don't think we're going seven at all. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so as well. Plus, the Clippers can hold serve on all three games, possible three games at at Staples. Um, Bad in the first round. They were very good in the second round against Utah, obviously. Um, 
We didn't get to talk too much NHL, but we have Gord Stelic up at, yeah. uh, in about 25 minutes, and we're going to dive into the Tampa Bay game tonight at Emily against the Islanders, as well as the VGK Montreal series. But up next, we're going to take a look at tonight's action on the diamond. A, ten, a starter with a 10-2 and two record and a starter with a 9-2 and two record, both dogs tonight. We'll discuss that next on The Nuts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome back into the Nets. I'm Mike Palm. He's Amal Shaw. In 20 minutes, Gord Stelic, former NHL general manager for the uh, New York Rangers and for the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs, will join us to talk all things Lord Stanley. But we want to talk about the Major League Baseball abbreviated schedule tonight. It's a Monday. You never know if you're going to get three games or 10 games or 12 games. Yeah, the Rob, the Rob Manfred experiment should hopefully end soon. Yeah, uh, it, it hasn't gone very well. I want to ask you a uh, uh, Macro question about baseball before we get into. By the way, did couple, you get macro in last week? Couple, couple, I think I, I think I did. A couple of uh, games tonight. Who were you more impressed with this weekend? If you were paying attention to baseball, I know there was a lot of things going on. Yeah. Uh, were you more impressed with the Astros sweeping the White Sox at home, 
or were you more impressed with the Padres sweeping the Reds? By the way, the first four-game sweep of a series for the Padres since 2011. Uh, I was more impressed with the Astros uh, because you look at the White Sox. They had uh, Rodon pitch. Uh, I think Lance Lynn went yesterday, right? And that's, the, that's the thing about the White Sox. In any four-game stretch, you're probably going to have three grade-A pitchers out there. That, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It, it was impressive what they were able to do. And they beat uh, them handily. Heichel got roughed up <laughs> yesterday, and that wasn't Lynn yesterday, but, I mean, he only goes two and two-thirds innings. Very impressed with Houston. This team is really coming on strong. And remember, I said it last week, I can't believe they were 13-1. to When you look at them, this division, they're flying right now. I think they've won seven in a row. They're, seven in a row, really, correct. This team they've is now playing taken, well. overtaken the ace. Yeah. Um, really getting things going. and The pitching continues to go the way it's going. I think this team's going to be a tough, tough out in the American League. Series in San Diego is a great one, though, too. I mean, we saw the leads go back and forth in the ninth inning. We saw... Uh, Kim hit the home run Saturday Mike, night. A great on. pitching duel yesterday. What, what do you come on, come on, come on? Listen, I think you probably had the Padres in all four games. That's why we're talking about <laughs> this one. This is still the Cincinnati Reds. I know Castillo paid, played well and pitched well. Nelson Lamette was effective as well yesterday. But this Padres team is better than the Reds. It's not like you're sitting there going, wow. Say what? I'd like to see the Reds and the Padres in the postseason. No, you're like, you know what? I want to see Pods, Giants, Giants, Dodgers, Pods, Dodgers. Any one of those combinations, first uh, potentially versus the Degrom Mets series. Yeah, in yeah. The I'd like to see Mets Padres. Yeah, nobody's lining up for the you know Reds, why? but we'd like to you see White the... Sox Astros in the postseason because the Padres can't beat the Mets. They make Marcus Stroman look like a Christy Mathewson. All right, let's start out in <laughs> let's start at Camden Yards here, okay? Uh, where we talk about these Astros who have won seven in a row, they're going to take Baltimore. Baltimore played well this weekend. Now, Ryu got him, and I had him on the run line yesterday. But the rest of the series was dominated well, how by about Baltimore. Saturday, I got lucky. Because remember, the, the Blue Jays came in on a losing streak. Huh. Went uh, My run lines, I love these teams in the run line. <laughs> Sixth spot in the ninth inning to get it done. Yeah. Should have never won that game. And then Ryu yesterday, I thought, was a fairly cheap price, and they were betting him the other way. You know, you know what's funny? I see these people, so many people follow Steam. And I'm like, look, okay, I get it. You want to lay a price. Lay the run line. Yep, that's what I did yesterday. You know, I was a little concerned when they made Harvey throw 35 pitches and loaded the bases in the first and couldn't get to him. But we, if you just wait, Harvey's <laughs> going to give up six earned at every start. All right. Uh, I was a little surprised this price was this high tonight with Odorizzi. Jake Odorizzi goes for the Astros 1-3 and three with an ERA of 5-6-8. Was injured early in the year. Only has 25 and a third uh, innings. Uh, against Keegan Aiken, who is a reliever converted to starter, uh, had a real rough outing against the Indians last time. 0 and 2, 5, 7, 6, 1, 5, 4 ERA, 29 and two thirds innings worked. We see a dollar now up to a dollar 77 here on the Astros. This this game opened at a dollar 55. Talk about steam. If you like the run line, uh, you lay a run and a half. It's minus 108 and a total high 10 and a half here when you see the ERAs of these two pitchers. Yeah, it really is a high number here with this 10 and a half. I'll tell you what though. Mike, it seems like since this edict has been put out by uh, Rob Manfred in terms of nothing on terms of the baseball, you're seeing a lot more scoring. And I think this is going to be a concern from a betting perspective on totals because you and I are both unders guys. And now all of a sudden I'm a little bit concerned. We were not seeing these ten and a half a couple of weeks ago. If the people who watch notice, I've switched from first five unders mainly to run lines. Yeah, <laughs> because exactly. of the increased scoring in exactly. Major League Baseball. It's a real concern right now. Aaron Savali's ten and two for the Indians. They just came off a series, a very low scoring series the last two days in Pittsburgh. They go to Wrigley to play the Cubs, who salvaged the last game of the series against the Marlins yesterday. The Cubs uh, counter with Adbert. Alzale, who's four and five with a four oh six ERA, whip just over one. Listen, Savali, ten and two. And if you like him tonight, you're getting plus a dollar thirty five. You can find it. Cubs are a dollar fifty here. A total of a flat seven. Uh, it's even money well, to the well, under. Why are you amount. saying the seven like you're surprised? It's a little bit surprising here. No, it's not because first of all, wind blowing in from uh, left field at twelve miles an hour. Also, remember, this is a Cubs team, Mike. They can't score. 
They you look at their look at the real quickly. Two, one, two, two, three, two, two, two. I mean, that's what they've scored in their last six games. Mm-hmm. This team is really struggling offensively. I think this is an underplay here with Savali on the mound. Sounds like the East German judges scores on the American figure skater that you were reading off there. <laughs> All right, let's let, let's go That's real quickly line. here. Dodgers at Padres. You Darvish tonight. This is the first time the Dodgers have been have been a dog in, uh, in about two years here. You're getting 110 with Urias, who's nine and two. Our guy UU Darvish takes the mound. Lay 125 with the Astros. Total seven. We're going with the home team at Petco here. Padres minus 124. By the way, good to see you're like Ron Flatter uh, pre 1988 references. All right, when we come back, we'll look at where Amal's going on the Amal In segment and the Palm Reader Playbook. That's next on the Nuts. We have a new feature on VEASAN.com. Every day we're posting the latest betting splits on every game in the major sports with current odds. And I'm all ca- Look at this. What percentage of bets and what percentage of money are being placed on each game? Check this info daily to find out which games are seeing the most tickets written and if that matches the money coming in on those games to help you find a betting edge. And, of course, we have all the odds, data, and analysis for every game as well. Start your next sports bet at VEASAN.com. Very interesting. Percentage of tickets versus percentage of money. How often does that come into your handicapping? Yeah, I have no idea even what you're talking about. Okay, you left us with a winner on Friday with the uh, the game in Europe under. Yeah. Uh, solid win. And I think you're going to go back to Europe uh, today of the game at noon Pacific. Yeah, one official play in there today, uh, taking the under two and a half in Russia and Denmark. The Danes need a win to advance. Remember, Christian Eriksen, uh, their best player, arguably out of the lineup, still had the uh, unfortunate incident on uh, the game one of the Euro Cup. Like Russia here with the potential for the draw, because if the Finns lose to the Belgians, which I expect them to do. Big. (laughs) uh, (laughs) I I expect uh, Russia here to play it a defensive way. You know, you get one goal, even a 1-1 draw. You're in great shape if you're Russia. A win or a draw, and you move on as a a number two team in the group. There's a thing with the Austria game here earlier today, too. The draw was mutually beneficial. So, I mean, you saw that total very low at two. Yeah. They got the early go, and it stayed that way, one to nothing. I'm going to have this game as well, Amal. uh, Russia, Denmark, under. I think you you spelled it out very well, all of the reasoning behind it. Um, I I, I just don't expect Russia to to concede, try to play a 0-0 match here. Worst-case scenario, 1-1 benefits benefits them as well. I will play a first five under tonight in that I think Kyle Gibson has pitched better of late, and this Texas ballpark plays so so big. I, I, you know it's what? amazing. These you, you know, I lost on Saturday. I had the Rangers river uh, uh, run line, mm-hmm. plus 165 against Minnesota. And I thought, you know, this is a good opportunity. They're on a losing streak. They got a 2 nothing lead. And I said, I don't know if these guys are going to be able to score. So I took a quick piece of Minnesota plus a run and a half to get off just to make sure I at least break even. This Rangers team is bad. They can't score, and I can't believe they continue to put up eights and nines there. Yeah, even even Kenta Maeda pitched well in that ballpark. He did. So, I mean, yeah. that, what does that tell you about how I big it is? I still think he bounced back. And you got this one between Montas and Gibson. I expect yeah. both of them to pitch well. Yeah, the total eight again, eight. You can find eight and a half. I took the first five under four at even money here. Yeah, thanks to Manfred. Now I'm afraid like, this is college basketball overtime nowadays. Yeah, it's true. And then I uh, let's talk about our Diamondbacks. <laughs> let's talk about them. They've lost. You know, we started talking about them a few weeks ago. 
when they were on a 14-game losing streak. And then they won a game, they lost a game, they won a game, and oh, by the way, now they've lost 17 in a row again, including a major league all-time record 23 in a row on the road. They just got swept at home by the Dodgers. The Dodgers covered the run line the first two, blew an 8-1 lead in the eighth not to cover the run line yesterday. I'm going to hold my nose here, and I'm going to take Brett Anderson and the Brewers and lay $1.18, not a run. The run line's only plus 120. Yeah, it's not so worth there's it. Not enough split. Sure there's not enough no, split. No there's question not enough about split. It. So I'll lay 118 here. If they break the losing streak, they break the losing streak. Are you going uh, Arizona reverse run line tonight, Amal? No, I'm not, I'm not going to be taking them on the reverse run line. You know, a couple of plays I didn't take today, though, that I probably will end up taking later on tonight. The Padres, I was speaking of a little yeah. bit, uh, taking a look at them with Darvish on the mound. I like their chances. Dodgers lineup still has some concerns with. Um, the Cubs game, I want to go back to it for a minute. I made a mistake. I said last six games they've scored, you know, three runs or less. It's actually eight. Mike, they have scored 16 runs in their last nine games. One game they scored three runs. This team continues to scuffle offensively. I think this is a great opportunity under seven with the wind blowing in. You know, if people have been playing the Cubs like Todd Wishnev, my friend Todd Wishnev likes to play team totals in baseball yes, under instead, some good instead bets. of playing a game under or playing the first five under. You, you've probably cashed eight in a row or nine in a row with the Cubs under. I mean, because what are they going to be? Three and a halfs, most of them. Yeah, the last eight have cashed. The one yeah. before that, they beat St. Louis seven to two. Yeah. But this team is really well. That's the game Gant didn't throw a strike for a whole inning. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, but you know, I want to go back to this Diamondbacks thing for a second. I don't understand why this program is so bad. When you look at the National League West, Padres, obviously, uh, Giants, and LA, all three teams in California, higher tax rates. You know, the Valley of the Sun, great place to live. You should be able to attract free agents here. You play in an indoor-outdoor ballpark, great place to live. How can this team, where they get good support for the D-backs, why are they so bad? I, I just don't get it. We see how, how how successful the Suns are. The Arizona Cardinals are up and coming. Phoenix Coyotes, a lot of question marks surrounding them. But, Mike, lots of good things in the Valley right now. And, and it's just very disappointing to see a baseball team that's lost 34 out of 36. But here's the question I have. How has Tori Luvello uh, still kept his job? Well, <laughs> I don't know what the expectations are there. Uh, and, and I don't know. I mean, do they feel he's done a good job with a young team? I don't know. Are they going to bring somebody in? What to me is amazing is that they haven't brought Buck Showalter in. I mean, most of the coaching staff already worked with Buck Showalter at some point in their careers. I thought that's the next logical move. I can't believe Buck Showalter is not coaching in Major League Baseball right now. Couple of things. First of all, I caught a foul ball off of Luvello's bat. The only foul ball I ever caught in my life. At the old municipal wow. stadium in Cleveland, yeah, when he was with the Angels. You mentioned Buck Showalter. I covered him in Texas, Mike. I'll tell you what. Great guy, terrific people person. I think he'd be a great fit there in Arizona. I'm surprised they're not making a midseason change. At some point in time, if you're major league baseball, you gotta stop it and say, listen, you gotta get rid of this guy just because it looks bad. Thirty four out of thirty six games, come on. I mean, this is just ridiculous. I bet a, uh, speaking of Showalter, he would have been a great hire for the Padres as well, but they went with uh, the genius of Jace Tingler. <laughs> I bet a five-team parlay tonight. Of course, it's not in the playbook. I took three soccer games, a hockey game, and a baseball game tonight. I took the Netherlands, Belgium, and Argentina in Copa America this afternoon against Paraguay, and then I took Odorizzi and the Red Hot Astros, and I threw the Tampa Bay Lightning in, in that parlay tonight. Uh, what's the Lightning price you have? Uh, let me see. I have to look at it I'm all on my ticket here. Yeah, 185. Uh, exactly, 185. The uh, I, I think Tampa should bounce it back. Pays six, almost 6 to 1 to 5 team parley. Who do you have again? Netherlands. That's a winner. Yeah. Belgium. Argentina. Uh, Odorizzi at 158. He's up to 177 now. 
uh, and then the Lightning. I, I like the Lightning play. You know what? To me, though, the one problem I have with the Lightning is, and I still think they win the Cup, I don't like these prices being mm. so high. I don't think in hockey they're justified because these teams don't win. And it's not clear-cut, and you have to play the dog, but sometimes you're concerned, hey, are they going to be able to win on the road? Are they going to be able to get it done when they need to? Yeah, absolutely here. Um, the, the soccer prices were the high prices, obviously, in, in this parlay, and then the, 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 the baseball and the hockey were the two of the, the lower prices. That's a good question to, to ask Gord Stelic when we return. Hey, I want to talk about... Um, We've been waiting for a number all day. The first one to post yeah, it is DraftKings. This is a makeup game being played uh, in Atlanta this afternoon. Why it's of interest is because obviously because DeGrom is going. Yeah. Uh, Ian Anderson for the Braves. DeGrom's 240 a month. Yeah, not a bad price here if you want to take the run line. Minus run and a half plus 106. By the way, I just got a text message on Buck Showalter. Remember, they fired Buck before they hired Bob Brenly, and Bob Brenly won a World Series. So maybe not interested in recycling. Yeah, I understand that. All right, coming up next we have... Uh, Gord Stelic, former GM of the Toronto Maple Leafs, also of the New York Rangers. I want to ask him if the adjustments in the series prices from pre-flop now to going into Game 5 have been enough. Should these teams still be as favored? What happens if he doesn't play poker? He may not know what pre-flop is. Well, then I'll explain it to him. That's next on The Nuts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
with exclusive bets, daily specials, odds boosts, and the largest offer of live in-play options. Bet River Sportsbook is the industry leader when it comes to online sports betting. And to make your experience even more rewarding, Bet Rivers offers the most live streams of major sports, instant payouts, and only one-time playthrough. Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Offer valid in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Available at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Illinois, New Jersey, Pennsylvania. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Indiana, 1-800-9 with it. Colorado, 1-800-522-4700. Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Virginia, 1-888-532-3500. In Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Welcome back into the Nuts. I'm Mike Palm. He's Amal Shaw, and we're very pleased to have Gord Stellick. Joined the program. Gord, of course, was the general manager of the Toronto Maple Leafs, also with the New York Rangers. You can hear him every morning on NHL Morning Skate on Sirius XM NHL Network from 7 to 11 Eastern Time. Welcome back to the program, Gord. Uh, Great to be on board. Thanks very much. The last time we had you on was the morning of Game 7 between the Maple Leafs and the Canadians and how important that game was to the Toronto franchise. What's the wake there in Ontario of having been eliminated by the Canadians? I'll tell you, Mike and Amal, it has been, you know, it's funny, quite often a game is exciting, compelling, and you'll, you'll talk about, oh, my God, that play, that goal, that whatever. The Maple Leafs flat out did not show up for Game 7. It is like a standing eight count in boxing. That's what Toronto Maple Leaf fans right now have been doing for a couple of weeks. It's like the, it's like the referees counting to eight to get your wits about you, but it's like, uh, it's, it's like days and weeks and maybe months. It, boy, it, it's a brutal, difficult disappointment. And, you know, it's funny. You look at the top players in the league that got voted for the top trophies, Austin Matthews, Connor McDavid, uh, Nathan McKinnon in Colorado, Sidney Crosby in Pittsburgh. All four of them, their teams had bitter, bitter playoff losses, not just playoff losses, bitter ones. And, you know, it's whatever you do before is great, but that's always what you take over the offseason. So not a good feeling. You made a great point there about those four elite-level players in terms of their exits this postseason. Gord, let's go to the series right now here between VGK and Montreal. I thought a very disappointing loss for the Canadians last night. I felt like coming into Montreal, they had to win games three and four. They did a tremendous job with the lead in game number four, and then they squandered it late in that one. Do you believe they can still mentally recover? Because I saw in Colorado in game five when they lost that game, when they were going off the ice, it looked like the series was over. I'm not saying that applies to the Canadians, but now a little bit more of an uphill challenge. Well, being the underdog always helps. I mean, Colorado had the kind of pressures that so many people had picked them to win the Stanley Cup. So, uh, you know, I, I think there's different kind of pressures there. You have a funny weekend because, you know, uh, uh, Montreal played better last night and they lost, and Vegas played better on Friday, and Montreal won the game. So kind of a, kind of a strange one that way. But I, I, I think there really is no pressure. To use the Vegas, the overused Vegas term, they're playing with house money. They really are, and they always have carry price. So, you know, that, that in enough in itself is going to make them in a, in a good place at least to battle in game number five and, and not feel overwhelmed. Gord, talk about pressure a little bit from a player's and a team's perspective in this sense. Yes, we say externally the Knights are the favorite in this series, and that's all of us outsiders, but you've been there inside the team, inside the locker room. What is the pressure when you're putting on Don't you just have that internal pressure to begin with at this level? You're a competitive athlete. You want to win Lord Stanley Cup. Uh, I mean, this is what you play for. Well, absolutely. Absolutely. And they're really, probably in hockey more so that, you know, basketball is a more individualistic sport that way. There's fewer guys involved making a difference. Baseball is a whole different animal itself as is football. And hockey has that one about trying to identify uh, who year in, year out are the money players that can play the real effective, efficient playoff style of hockey and, and not let the pressure get to them. And, you know, that, that's, that's a big, big difference. And, 
quite often it's rookies as well. A lot of people think that rookies have pressure on them, but really a lot of them are just saying, hey, it's just fun. It's just fun. Like everything's new and you go out there and you're on entry-level contracts. You can't believe you made the NHL. It's after a few years you get that kind of pressure where, hey, come on, another playoff disappointment. I mean, the Toronto Maple Leaf nucleus is a great example about that. Questions about, you know, guys being able to do it in the playoffs. The Boston Bruins have had a history of guys that are able to do it in the playoffs. Vegas Golden Knights in their short history already have a history of, I mean, you think about Vegas making the final the first year and, and they don't have Pacioretty and they don't have Stone and they don't have Petrangelo. Like, there, there, there's a culture that somehow got almost there almost instantaneously about guys that can play, could be money players and excel in the playoffs. Mike Gorgeous mentioned Max Pacioretty. Max Pacioretty's best contribution in this series was the defensive play on Gallagher when he was in front of the net late in that game yesterday to get in there and get a stick in there. I thought that was different. I thought Gallagher would probably scored there. I yeah, I agree with you. And, you know, if they didn't have Pacioretty, they couldn't have beaten the Avalanche. Absolutely we, right. You, you saw how they struggled against yeah. him, against the Wild uh, without him. And I think Jeff Petrie is equally important to to Montreal, that makes the difference for them. I mean, these defensemen are long, they're tall, they have long sticks, and they really disrupt Vegas's flow in their offense. Gord, I want to ask you about the importance of the head coach on game day, being there on the bench during the game. Obviously, we saw Dominique Ducharme, uh, the COVID issue, missing the game. How important in the NHL is really is the head coach? You see the assistants are the ones dealing with the players on the specialty teams and when they're drawing up plays late. How much has he missed on the bench? Uh, I, what I say, I don't think as much as people think. I don't, I, that's not a knock. That's not a knock at all because uh, it just means, to your point, about there are so many assistants that actually do the grunt work. In a lot of ways, the, the head coach is the one that delivers the talks to the team and really is the face of the team and talking to the media quite a bit. I mean, there's no question when the game begins, there's an element about um, you know, changing lines and doing things like that and maybe strategy that you're the final you're the final decision that way. But in you know Montreal's case, there certainly would be uh, a lot of respect for Luke Richardson, and I, I don't think it's a big disadvantage that way. It's more, you know, what a bummer for Dominic Ducharme. I mean, then, and then Kelly McCrimmon as well, like uh, the general manager on the Vegas side, that just when we think COVID is, and that's, I guess it's a reminder, we have to still be vigilant in ways, but uh, uh, not be able to, to be active or be, be there in person. So uh, I, don't, I don't think that'll be a problem in the Montreal Canadiens case. Talking to Gord Stalick, host, of course, of NHL Morning Skate on Sirius XM NHL Network. That's 7 to 11 a.m. Eastern time. Yeah, Gord, uh, we go to the Eastern, or I keep saying the East, but the series <laughs> between Tampa and the New York Islanders, really intriguing one. Impressed with the Islanders' performance, particularly in the second period. What does Tampa have to do, in your estimation, to be able to bounce back in game number five at home and get the W? Yeah, I, I like the old term semifinals, you know. I, 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 I've, I've always been reluctant to call it conference finals. So for one year, it's kind of nice to go back to that, uh, that old term. Uh, I, you know, it's funny. Uh, the Islanders, game three, uh, the building really didn't rock. And they really, it, it wasn't what we expected. And we got more of it in game four. And, of course, they got those, what, three goals in about seven minutes or so that, uh, that made the difference. And, uh, boy, if they end up pulling off a bit of an upset in this one, uh, Ryan Pulak's the guy that comes out with the save of the playoffs, what he made in the last second. Uh, but uh, I just think for Tampa Bay, much like Vegas, like what Vegas did against the Minnesota Wild Game 7, got their mojo together, regrouped, won that all-important game. Tampa Bay, after what happened in Columbus, they're never going to let that happen again. doesn't mean they necessarily win the series that way, but when you lose one, you know, that heart-wrenching, and certainly they showed last year as they rode things to the Stanley Cup. But I, I still... Look at them as the team with the, with the biggest advantage uh, on on so many fronts that way. But I've loved 
the, the, the way the Islanders have played, you, you expect that. What you, what you haven't expected is the number of goals they've scored. They've scored a decent number of goals. Usually, they, usually that, that, that's their, their failure, is they play well, but you only score one goal, and you're not going to win a playoff game, getting a lot of playoff games scoring one goal. Uh, the Islander offense has to continue at, say, a three-goal pace. Lord, let's switch uh, back to the Montreal series with the Vegas Knights. We saw a ridiculous price here, the Knights being a $5 favorite over Montreal before the series started. Now it's readjusted. It's 2-2. It's a best of three with two games still here at T-Mobile. The Knights are more like a 260, 275 favorite. Do you think that's the more correct price on this series? In my opinion, and Amal's opinion, this is much more of a coin flip series than what people are, are analyzing it as. Yeah. Yeah, and Montreal's gone to town about being disrespected, even though their own fans and media didn't pick them either. Okay, let's make that clear. So just enjoy the ride, okay? Don't don't get pissed at everybody else about what have you. But I, I, I think you're right. I think we, we tend to quickly write off series as four or five game series and and it does and it doesn't play out that way. And and uh and good on them for being you know, being competing and battling and and making it a compelling series. I mean, boy, the one the one scoreline I wish I bet on Vegas defensemen scoring goals. Because I mean, that's been the thing. And you talked about it earlier, how well the Montreal D are in front of the net. And now you saw, like you saw McNabb's play the other time, how low, how far in the zone the D are coming because that's become their best offensive weapon because a lot of traffic in front of that Montreal shut down effectively. To Gord's point, Vegas's defensemen have scored seven of the nine goals so far in this uh, series against Montreal. Gord, ten games remaining. Which team is going to win six games and win Lord Stanley's Cup? Uh, I, I had well, I picked Colorado, so I'm wrong. And you know what? Well, I forget about to... that. That doesn't matter. So was yeah. I, but it doesn't matter. I know, I know, but you know, you know, like uh, first of all, it's tough to bet against Tampa Bay, and it's yeah. not because I'm on your radio show. I'm going to say the Vegas Golden Knights. They got, you know, you got hosed in that game against San Jose a couple of years ago. But uh, to to my point earlier about getting the Stanley Cup final and then making these kind of additions with George McPhee and Kelly McCrimmon, I've loved their aggressiveness. I've loved them coming. Said there never was an e-word for an expansion team. I've loved the team concept, and uh, and so. How about that? I'm picking the Vegas Golden Knights. Let's stay with the Knights. we got about a minute left, Gord. How courageous of a decision was it for Pete DeBoer to go with Robert Leonard last night? Oh, my Lord. Well, you talked about coaching earlier. That's where coaching comes into play. I like that thing. You know, that's where analytics and stuff, it has a role. But every now and then, a coach has to make a gut decision in all sports or a manager in baseball. And you, you saw last year the confidence he had in him, uh, the public wrath of Alan Walsh, Mark andre Fleury's agent about it. But this year, you know, more of an even Steven thing. But he obviously has confidence in Robin Leonard. And uh, uh, I thought that was a gutsy move by Peter DeBoer because he would have had a lot to answer for if it didn't work out. So good on him. Look, that's why they pay the goalies $10 million so that you have somebody to come in. I think Andre Fleury in both the Montreal series, or excuse me, the Wild series, he needed the break. He's, he's getting worn down playing all the games. He made the mistake at the end of game number three. And he took a chance, and it worked out last night. 18-1, to 1, the high grade-A scoring chances last night, and the Knights still come away with a win. Yeah, tremendous job. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead, Gordon. Oh, I, I just going to say, yeah, but the big thing was Leonard hadn't played very much. That was the part I worried about. There's no question he's worried he's the rest. But anyway, we move on. <laughs> Thanks so much for the time, Gord. Great as always. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Emil. Thank you. All right, big matches coming up here at noon uh, in Euro today. Yeah, I know, but I'll be honest with you. I'm ready for Game 5 tomorrow night here in Vegas. Stay tuned to VEASAN. Up next, betting across America.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.